So I may have mentioned in a previous episode what a what a book reader I am. I'm reading this book about, or maybe I've read it, <laughs> uh, a book about Babe Ruth. And uh, this is, uh, you know, in modern times, we're trying to get, what who was this guy? What was he actually like? We know the myth. We know all the things he may have, you know, exaggerated. What was he like? So in like the late 80s, there was this uh, writer for Sports Illustrated who uh, went to the Yankees clubhouse. There was some old like um, equipment manager, Codger, who was hired in 1927 and had been there for more than 50 years. So he actually worked for the Yankees and interacted with Babe Ruth. And so this Sports Illustrated writer like sits this guy down like, so what? You you knew him. You you met him personally. What was the Babe Ruth like? And uh, he says the, this old codger like kind of looks both ways, and he leans in and says, "He never flushed." <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted you to see my stats, boy. I wanted you to see the home run. I didn't cork it. Fish it out and check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that. That was all he had to tell him was a, that was the and the first thing that comes to mind was like. He never flushed. Like he's been waiting 50 years to get yeah. that off his chest to the right secret it'd be, moment. It'd be rude just to shout about it, but if anyone asks, I'm dropping it like he did those bricks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it must have left a, a lasting impression. Like 50 years later, that's the first thing the guy thinks. I mean, I can't go to my grave having the world <laughs> believe that he had good bathroom etiquette. I just right, I can't no. do that. I have to get this off my chest. You imagine like be standing at the urinal and then you like see Babe Ruth walk in and like do the two fingers point at the door. You're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he calls his shot and points at the toilet. Walks in, walks out, and you're like and the, everyone stands up and claps, but you're the only one who's going, he didn't flush. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> probably he, this guy is probably a janitor, and that's why he's he had to clean up the mm. mess. And yeah. while everyone else is carrying Babe out over their shoulders, wait a minute, he's not a hero. He's not a hero at all. <laughs> Could you drop one for me today, Babe? Don't meet your heroes, kids, or at least don't meet them in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't clean your heroes' toilets, kids. So this week, we are keeping it simple. Not one of those gimmick episodes that uh, some other brothers are known for. We're just going to go straight into the content. Uh. And let me tell you, we're going to have a barrel full of laughs. <laughs> Might even be a pickle barrel full of laughs. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> More pickle content. <laughs> they have been clamoring for it. <laughs> This week, we're going to play everyone's favorite slumber party game, Would You Rather? Mm. And technically, I know everyone's favorite slumber party game is Spin the Bottle, but we're recording remotely in four separate locations, so unfortunately, we can't make that happen, and that is the only reason why us four brothers are not playing Spin the Bottle on this podcast. Uh, So, Would You Rather? I've scoured the internet for the most important Would You Rather questions. Some of them are classics. Some of these are my own inventions. Most of them are poop-related. <laughs> After all, this is the Free Legal Advice Podcast. So stay tuned, folks. We're about to find out what it would take for Grant to eat a human turd. 
six dollars and twenty three cents. I think we'll find out. It takes precious little. Yes. All right. This is very simple. I've uh, was reading some would you rather questions. I found them quite silly and hilarious just on the premise alone. Uh, but I like it's would you rather is a good premise because it if it's a good good enough. Uh, prompt it's really makes you think like the lesser of two evils or really like gets to gets at what you personally find more annoying or you know what where your values are so we're really going to learn something about each of us i'm just this there's there's no trick here i'm just going to toss this out we're all going to say what we would do Um, fear of commitment we'll debate we'll have fun sorry <laughs> There's not going to be any scoring. There's not going to be a winner. The last two. I, I, this is my episode, and I win. Uh, and Corey oh, picked shit, the last two right. already. So. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's start with some classics in the category of animal fights. Would you rather fight 100 duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? I believe this episode is coming out in 2011. <laughs> If you are familiar okay, with I, the internet from 2011. Is, ladies and gentlemen, this please. This is not a new one. I never claimed that these are new. I believe I said I'm going to go with some classics. So sorry Fair if enough. you've heard that Fair one enough. before. You may have heard Fair many enough. of these. Look, before. you already declared victory, so I have to shit on you somehow, okay? You won. I agree. Oh, we'll, no, great. We're not on the poop ones yet. You'll be shitting on me you later. Won. Okay. Would you rather, Would you rather shit, shit on, on my Matt? face, to the, on the front of my head, yes. or the back of my neck? Um, yes. Uh, I'm going to, I would prefer to fight 100 duck-sized horses. Um, I think a sturdy pair of boots is pretty much all you need. A hundred is a lot of something, but what can they really do? A hundred is a lot, really and do? those fuckers are going to keep coming at you. Are they, are horses known for tenacity? Are they? I don't know. But I think a huge... These are angry horses. A giant, oh, 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 oh moving goalposts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the duck is made of marzipan. Is that what you're going to tell me next? The horse-sized duck? <laughs> you fucking asshole. Well, I, that's the thing. As, as host, I'm kind of the dungeon master here. I get to make uh, I keep changing the rules. But I guess the question is, does anyone take on the horse-sized duck? Matt, from, speaking from personal experience, uh, you can't be a winner and a dungeon master at the same time. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. Those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Speak for yourself. Anyway. And... Point of order to the dungeon master. I'm taking the horse-sized duck. Okay. I'd because rather just be like stomping and kicking at little things. No, you guys don't understand. A hundred's so much more of a thing than a you'd lot, imagine. Because yeah. after you're done with one, you're like, how many more times I got to do this? I can imagine By the time 100. you've even done the math. I can imagine yeah, too much. That's so. I've seen a yeah. hundred pennies. There are numbers that are too big to imagine, but that's not one of them. I mean, we're talking <laughs> personal things here. Personally... When your only tool is a dynamite stuffed in a baguette, your every problem looks like uh, killing a horse-sized duck. <laughs> but in this case, that serves you very well. I'm leaning into it this time. All right, we are taking score, and Corey won that round. Okay. Right? So, uh, for the, just for that, we're taking score. Go, Ringo. Um, that was last week. He's got a point. We were talking earlier about getting older. Yes, we can imagine 100, but... Have you done a hundred squats lately? And you get to twenty, and you're you're pretty tired, and you get. I haven't. I'll be fine. I've done a hundred steps, and I think that would be. I don't have to squat on a a tiny duck to kill it. I think I could just kick it. Yeah, they're fighting. This is a little horse. It's 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 smaller than me. I win. (laughs) Known for their fighting ability. Okay. The apex predator, (laughs) the horse. Yeah, it's like. 
We're not talking about 100 uh, duck-sized tigers or something. There's no claws. There's no fangs. Matt already said I won. What's the point? Why are you arguing? (laughs) Corey won. Now, again, this is one just like that one. I'm making this one up completely brand new right now off the top of my head. Off the top of your head. Would you rather fight a chimpanzee once a year on the day of your choosing or a small chicken every time you get in your car? I'll take the chicken. Chicken. I don't drive very often. <laughs> if I was an Uber driver, I would still take the chicken. Have you seen what a chimpanzee <laughs> does to you? Yeah, a chim- I wouldn't. If it were a chimpanzee, once ever, I'll take the chicken. You get you get a you get a, a sturdy stick though to fight the chimp. Doesn't matter. Is there is there one day a year that chimps don't fight, like a chimp Passover or something, or Sabbath, where they they, they <laughs> yeah, like exactly if they're, it's all right, their holiday. If there's chimp Sabbath, I'm gonna pick chimp because I'm just gonna pick the day that it's not allowed to leave the house or turn on a light switch. Uh, however, <laughs> it's, it's barring that, I could simply avoid my car. I think I could successfully avoid my car. I'll just drive my wife's car. Unleavened banana bread. It was sitting right there. <laughs> there it is. It's a loophole. It's my wife. The car is in my, my wife's, wife's name. <laughs> yeah. So tear her uh, face off. Well, Ben wins that round for coming up with the band Chimp Sabbath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck, yes. <laughs> I see a Black Sabbath cover band that's just chimps. They sound like shit, but they throw shit also. But that, but they look pretty cool. Still bite the heads off of bats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's do some minor superpowers or minor annoyances. Um, would you rather be able to talk to all oysters or control all toasters? Toasters. 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 Easy. Hands down. You're not interested at all what those oysters are doing? What are they thinking oysters down there? Nobody knows. They have nothing to say or do. Toasters, you, you get to fuck with people. You don't. Yeah. I mean. Here's the thing. It's Life is not about what you know. It's about what you think you know. And I think that oysters have nothing to say. And so I will go to my grave very, very easily no, with the belief that I you know, am not missing anything. Even if I technically am missing something, I won't feel that way. I changed my mind. I'm going gonna, gonna to go with talk to oysters, and then I'm going to go with grifting people. Uh, because I will tell the U.S. <laughs> government that I can do this. And then I'm going to, uh, like my private firm, I'm not some enlisted bozo. My private firm, you see, is going to uh, sell them the ability for espionage uh, via oysters. And I'm going to rake in a bunch of cash. Ben, every movie has taught me that when you, if you tell the U.S. government that you have a special power, they'll try and turn it into a weapon. They're not just going to pay you. They're going to capture you and turn you into a weapon. I don't know about that. We'll by the way, speaking of weapon, I can't burn down my ex girlfriend's house by lighting up by lighting all the oysters <laughs> on her house on fire. <laughs> by burning their bagels. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, ex girlfriend revenge. You got to go with talking to toasters. But yeah, uh, I like the uh, I like the grift idea. Anytime we can run a, run a grift is a good idea. But um, fucking with people is going to be so much funner and you could burn down your ex-girlfriend's house grant wins that round though just because he was so sure of himself like he had has to be right <laughs> you don't want to talk that's key to a grift confidence <laughs> they call me even, the even a grifter man. like me will respect that okay another minor superpower would you rather have the ability to sleep with your eyes open or see three seconds into the future three seconds 
I grew up listening to a Metallica. I already sleep with one eye open. <laughs> You're halfway there. You're right. so tired, but it's just the way it works. Half of me's tired. Uh, I guess I go with the sleep with eyes open. I have no conceivable use for that, but like, I think the three seconds into the future thing, it's. It's, it's pretty much useless. It, there's are, There are situations where maybe it could be useful, but, like, when is that ever going to happen? It feels like you're just going to be constantly using it, and you'll just see nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. How about now? <laughs> nothing. Uh, I once cut my scrotum with, an, with a pair of clippers, and I would have liked to have known that that was going to happen, and I would have had enough. I had assured stopping distance for three seconds would have let me know, like, I could stop. I can back it up. I a live bit. my life in such a way where I will never be in danger of doing that. So I don't. <laughs> that doesn't apply to me. I know you got a perm, but uh, mm-hmm. I go, just go to the salon, put one of those things over it. There you go. <laughs> See with with the. Uh, I love those things. <laughs> with the uh, sleep with your eyes open, I was thinking of a like a Homer jury duty kind of scenario <laughs> where you could be on any Zoom call at work and just be sleeping, you know, but look like you're actually paying attention. That's we are useful. clearly past the point of limita- statute of limitations. I have slept in many meetings. <laughs> well, someone like me has anyway. That's true. Yeah, uh, it's called turn. It's called turning your camera off. <laughs> in the days before cameras, uh, yes, yeah. I have fallen asleep in meetings before. Um, if they're a big enough meeting, you can you can maybe get away with it. I have no idea what other people think of me. <laughs> Rachel V. Mahoney. Rachel uh, Ben wins that round because he said scrotum, and that's a funny word. It's <laughs> a pretty um, funny word. God damn it, he's right. Let's do a couple of real world scenarios. Uh, I had this debate the other day. Uh, would you rather have a half hour commute where you're inching bumper to bumper the entire way? Doesn't matter what time of day you leave, you can't game the system. And in it, it's a half hour, but you're inching bumper to bumper, or an hour commute. Wide open highway, the road is yours. So you're offering someone from Los Angeles half his commute or a quarter of his commute. <laughs> Jeez, which one to uh, yeah. take? Fair. Uh, in real life, uh, give me that hour of wide open blah, down the highway. Uh, that way, I don't have to. It's because I don't want. It's not because I need the speed. It's just because I want to pay attention. And my mind mm-hmm. can wonder while I'm hurtling around in two tons of steel if uh, I'm not having to constantly stop and not crush the one in yeah. front of me. Yeah, exactly. I find that I would I'd, would almost always rather be moving uh, and have the appearance of making progress, even if it's longer. So if you see the route and it's all red and you're like, ah, fuck, that takes 10 minutes. Like, I'll take the 20-minute way around the long way uh, because there's no traffic. Yeah, I think psychologically most people do that. But since we're talking specifically about a commute, I will take the shorter one because it means an extra half hour of sleep, and I don't have to, I don't have to get up as early. Ah, <sighs> uh, damn it! Yeah, I hate a commute. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna side with Grant on this. I was just thinking, do I have anything interesting to say about it? <laughs> and I do not. I have nothing interesting to say. <laughs> just like the fact that it is a bumper to bumper traffic. It's probably uh. I, I entertain myself in the car. I listen to podcasts and shit. So that's entertaining yourself. Grant wins. Uh, nothing beats sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grant, I'm the one pressing play. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's entertaining myself by listening to pre-recorded shows. I'm one of the world's greatest entertainers. I can entertain myself. 
I like Sammy Davis Jr. Incredible. in this traffic jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I am arrogant. So, anyway, Matt was saying another one. Yes, Grant. Grant won yes. that one. A uh, couple of these are these are like basically what annoys you more, but I find them interesting. Uh, would you rather wear someone else's worn underwear or use their used toothbrush? Hmm. Neither. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a choice? I think underwear. I feel yeah. like I could add more sweat and soon it would be my soup. Like there would be enough of it. That would be me. <laughs> Another one. Uh, that In second grade, I thought that was equivalent to kissing. So I, uh, I've, I'm religiously bound, prevented from it. I cannot. <laughs> Here's the thing. By religion, kiss anyone's toothbrush. It's my religion. At some point, the underwear will be dry enough for me to put it on no matter what's happened to it. At no point will the toothbrush ever be dry enough for me to think that I've had it, the germs have had time to die or whatever yeah. happens when it dries out. Like, it's <laughs> mm. yeah, weird. I, I, I recently accidentally picked up my wife's. I somehow forgot which color one was mine. And I was like, oh, I kiss her. <laughs> She's I, my wife. Yep. <laughs> but I, I do was the still same like, thing. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about the underwear at first. I'm like, how could you not be able to tell? <laughs> yeah, I brush my teeth with their underwear. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a, hey, this isn't a toothbrush at all. Yeah. She wears boxer briefs. So mm-hmm. you guys have mm-hmm. no, you're, you're putting no faith in the power of toothpaste. Like that's somehow. Yeah. None whatsoever. You're not able to like uh, that's a view trick. that that's as just, a, yeah, that The paste <laughs> cleans the teeth. It's not brush paste. It's called toothpaste. Yeah. That's not an antibiotic anything. It's minty sand. Mm. Uh, at no point yeah. am I like dis like I don't yeah. have a wound and I'm like quick get some toothpaste on it like no <laughs> <laughs> it's not a germ killing unit plus fair enough my uh, I can't taste things with my penis so that's the other part why <laughs> yet. I would yet how do you have <laughs> not sex? yet but science is advancing in marvelous mm-hmm. ways <laughs> the penis fly trap. <laughs> that's a great name for something. Or a penis with that a mouth. Works. Yeah, Write that, that somehow works. We'll come back to it. Dibs yeah. on a penis. Figure out what it is later. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. You don't have a choice in this matter. You are either always too formally dressed or too underdressed for every occasion. No matter what you do. So say it magically happens. You walk in a room, you're either way overdressed or way underdressed. Over. A hundred percent. There's there's a power to walking into any room and being like, hold my top hat and cane and ascot and overcoat. Mm. Yeah, but it's have you ever walked move. in somewhere where you're like, fuck, I thought this was like, why am I the only person wearing a suit? Everyone else is shorts and a t-shirt. Like, No, no, no. I walk into, listen, I walk into a party and I've got on like, you know, I, I've got on a cummerbund and a top hat. <laughs> I walk in looking fancy and everyone's in Hawaiian shirts. I start making fun of them. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's the there, there's power that comes with the clothes, but I'm just gonna be comfortable and be underdressed. I don't care about that. I feel out of place anyway. It doesn't matter. Just so make me comfortable. You roll in uh, flip flops and and a robe uh, to. I wouldn't be comfortable funeral. in flip flops, but I mean, in theory, <laughs> okay. yes. Yes. In and theory. Yes. Okay. Wear a robe. Wow. To the funeral. You can kind of with me. grandma. You if can... you're listening, you heard it here. You, she won't Grant's know. Wearing a she robe. won't know. She'll be dead. <laughs> Well, nah, she knows she'll now. Know. She'll haunt it. She has power <laughs> she'll beyond haunt me that. Good. 
uh, it's weird you can kind of paint Grant into a corner of being naked. Like, you just have to be more and more casual, and then he has to be underdressed for that. Like, if I'm wearing <laughs> shorts and a T-shirt, how does Grant underdress from that? Okay, well, uh, how do you, if you go to, like, a, the fanciest of all events, how do you top that then? You put There's a crown always on your nicer shit. I mean, you just, yeah, there you go. Put, it, oh. you put a crown on the other crown. You put one of those uh, Transylvanian, like, medals on your is suit Is that fancier jacket? dressed, or is that overdressed? Overdressed means it's too much and it's out of place. There's always more. La- There's more layers, Grant. Yeah. So then you're just layers you're you gonna be see. you're gonna be Randy uh, wearing too many uh, you know snowsuits, right? Or I'm wearing like deep full deep sea diving gear or, yeah. or a bomb squad outfit when you have a three piece suit on. Yeah. The self conscious person in me uh, would probably typically go with the uh, overdressed. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Corey will win for his. Uh, punch down theory of <laughs> always be able to lord it over those that are around you. <laughs> he has at all times a cummerbund rolled up in his pocket. It's rolled up like a little tube. Uh, but uh, just in case someone's there and he starts to feel funny, he's just like, whoop, and then wraps it around him like, yeah, right, bitch. Okay, I've got two uh, pretty real world, like, and I, these are the types that you talk about. I've talked about one with our coworkers recently. Would you rather win $100 million in the lottery and everyone knows it, public knowledge? Yeah. Oh. Or win $1 million, no one knows it. Secret $1 million, public $100 million. I don't understand how many people are like, well, if I ever won the lottery, I'd never tell anyone. Why? Who cares? I'm not going to go around bragging or anything, but who cares if other people know? What does it matter? <sighs> because then everybody hits you up for it. So what? If you had $100 million, you have a huge family and everyone would ask you for it. Uh, not ev- not everyone. Some of them would, but so what? Uh, who cares? At $100 million, I'm spending uh, $10 million on a really big wall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah there's, there's ways to buy yourself the privacy, yeah. Yeah, get what you can as I lift off into space. Enjoy my rocket smoke. That's, the, that's what I'm leaving by. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how much it costs for a small media campaign. It can't be 98 million bucks, but a campaign that says, no, he didn't. (laughs) 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 I'll run a few ads, throw a little smoke out there. I mean, they disguised all kinds of crazy world events. They can... uh, they can they can blow some snow over this one and the media <laughs> wants you to think Seeker's <laughs> rich. Yes. We have we the New York Times must submit a correction to an article in last week's <laughs> issue. Uh, it was Corey Seifker won one hundred million dollars. Yes, Corey Seifker, uh, full address uh, and details printed. It's gonna be a wild week as I get a bunch of shit on credit. Yep, Ben wins that round for leaning into our cur- the current fuckery we live in where rich people can control the media narrative. Uh, so that's not current. That's been going on for a long time. But. Forever, but yes. Yes. Just since money. Since money. Uh, speaking of money, uh, yeah, this one does have money. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> restart life at the age of 10 with all of the knowledge you currently have or skip directly to age 65 but have 10 million dollars in the bank 10 million dollars is a lot it's a lot less than you think 10 million is really not yeah but 65 you're not gonna live another what three years you could you could never work again if you had 10 million bucks for sure at 65 yeah sure but then you're 65 years old 
then you're 65 years old, right? Think of how annoyed you'd be if you were a kid and you were 10 years old and you're like, you idiots, none of this means anything. Mm, yeah, you might and be then, a little... Uh... And then being a 10-year-old who's like, listen, I'm a beaver trap as soon as I'm legal, but until then... Yeah, between the two, time is pretty valuable. So I'm going back to, uh, if I have to choose, I'd probably choose neither. I wouldn't give up... At this point, only 20 years of my life, but still, I wouldn't give up 20 years of my life to uh, to have the million bucks. Um, according to the New York Times, Corey has 100 million, and certainly he has a 10 to spare to one of his four mm-hmm. brothers. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It would probably be a, it would be a weird adjustment for sure um, to go back to age 10. But uh, I feel like even... It would be like, nice if my knees worked again. Yeah, that's true. Adolescence sucked... And middle school and puberty, all that sucked. Even if you have the knowledge of that, you, I, wouldn't it still suck again? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. It would suck to have acne and stuff like that, and uh, to grow a really weird dick. But uh, anyway, then um, <laughs> I keep telling <laughs> you to, that's not everyone's to. experience. <laughs> uh, it's a weird totem pole of all heads. Is that a weird visual image? If I say that, it's like a, it's a bunch of <laughs> Which heads. is anyway. why I'm going to take the $65, $10 million, because Ben's right. Time is precious, and I'm sick of wasting it being poor. So much of, the, of what, what makes the young kid part tough is that you're, you don't have the confidence and you're unsure of like what's really happening and stuff. And it, when you know that, you can ignore it. Like all the things of like the teachers being on your case or this is a permanent record thing or whatever. No, it's not. None of it matters. None yeah, of it matters. That's true. No one has ever asked me about my junior high grades. Get out of town. Uh, so I, I, I think, yeah, it's weird, but you'd have some more time. I could finally... Uh, I don't know. I was going to say learn guitar or something like that, but someday maybe I'll get cancer and then I'll get uh, good at guitar uh, as, <laughs> as canon to, goes. Going power. back to 10 is trying to pull the Ocean's Eleven, like I'm going to get in there with all this knowledge and I'm going to scam them from the inside <laughs> out. It's just, it's the long haul for me. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's hilarious. I thought, I found this one on Reddit, but I adjusted it because the original prompt was, and this just shows like, I guess, you know, we're all at different ages. Uh, the original prompt was, would you want to restart life at age 10 with all of the knowledge you have or skip to age 25 with $10 million? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the comments 25. was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Please send me to 25 with $10 million. Right. Even at age 20, pick 25 and $10 million. What? What age I, are you where, you would ha- where you'd have to think about that? I agree. That, that guy was, was 12. That's a 21 that guy was 12. Like, no, that's a 21-year-old going... Oh, can you imagine being 25? Jeez. <laughs> it's got to be a 10-year-old that's saying that. Yeah, 12, maybe 12. <sighs> he was 11. Like, he had a bad fourth grade, and he's like, man, I wouldn't want to go do that again. Yeah. I've probably said this on the podcast, but when I coached junior high cross country, there were these two, there was a Beavis and Butthead <laughs> pair that were just constantly <laughs> like telling jokes to each other. But I, I overheard one say something, someone was like, that dude was like 50. And the other guy goes, 50? If I was that old, I'd kill myself. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> someday, someday, kid. Last someday. thing I want to do is keep living. Yeah, I, I got know. a, I got a text Classic. from my buddy who never texts me. He's a, he's a caller, and I got a text and I was like, oh hey man, it's really refreshing that you're learning to text. And I just get the call back. This is his daughter. He's like, he's an old wizard. He doesn't know how the phone works. <laughs> exactly. The youth. What Only is way it, forward. Fifty. 
Gross. <laughs> okay, now let's get into some real flap content. Would you rather eat a slice of pizza that tastes like shit or eat an actual piece of shit that tastes like pizza? <laughs> Do I know that it's an actual piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a, it's yeah. a steaming pile on a, on a plate, uh, but it has the aroma and taste of... Pizza. <laughs> Did I see like a big like moth larva crap it out? You don't know. You didn't actually see where it came from. They're both served to you on on plates. I'll That's take hard the pizza that tastes like shit. I'm not gonna eat poop. <laughs> Damn, I almost had him eating poop. <laughs> yeah, if if knowledgeable, if the knowledge that it is is feces is present, I'm gonna skip it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, you, don't get, you don't get it, Skip. I did ask my wife this one, and she took the turd. And uh, for now, for the rest of our relationship, she'll be known as a shit eater because she said she would rather eat the turd. <laughs> I almost fell for the trap. I almost fell for the trap of being on a recording that we are distributing, saying, "Well, I'd take that because it would taste like pizza." Nope, I'm going to mm. eat a, a poorly made piece of food. <laughs> I take they really taste like pizza, but they not really. really screwed screwed this up, didn't they? Oh boy, those chefs of Domino's. I, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I ordered dubious food. I'd rather eat that than knowledgeable <laughs> pizza. And knowledgeable at that shit. point, Matt, you go. Just kidding. That one was almost also poop. You ate poop. <laughs> That's why it tastes like poop. You guys are a bunch they of poop were, eaters. Jokes on you. They were both shit. They were all poop. They, they were all shit. It was You're all dirty. It was a setup. Dirty, it was a dirty. dirty. Yeah. Set up, <laughs> George Costanza. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if this one is all that much different, but I find that I really like this premise. Would you rather have taste buds on your butthole <laughs> or poop through your mouth? What's the difference? Well, either way, no. <laughs> You're tasting it's the like poop, a, right? It's no, really a style a choice. I think. No, I'm Matt's. I'm, I'm going there full on, full on, full blown. I want taste buds on the butthole so I can enjoy that cognac I've been butt chugging. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. Um, really, I step up your butt chugging experience. I don't want to taste what I've been uh, butt consuming, but I don't want people to. I, I would like to kiss again. <laughs> <laughs> And other sorts of things of breath related and functioning and no, I don't want to poop out of my mouth. Yeah, I would probably you're tasting get used it either to whatever way. sensation. Yeah, you're tasting it either way, so it doesn't really yeah. Yeah, it's really a style choice. Okay. <laughs> Matt saying this next one is pretty much similar to the last one. Would you rather eat a taco that tastes like poop? Or poop. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna, it was going to be a different food. That's just a different food item. <laughs> well, you said you got this from Reddit, and I was like, this is just going to be washed and recycled. Would you rather eat nachos yeah. that had poop on them or poop that tasted like nachos? Would you rather have taste buds on your butthole or butt buds on your taste hole? <laughs> I mean, this is probably true. I'm not a, a Reddit pro. This is probably true of any of their threads. But if you go to, like, their R, would you rather... It, yeah, great, Corey. Any one that you find, you'll find ten exact copies or like just slightly tweaks, and it's like the guy just right ahead of you did that. Why would you post it again? Somebody just put. Ah. It's the internet. <laughs> okay, would you rather have the power to control your farts, meaning you can control how long, how short, uh, the tone, the timber, the the sound quality, timber. 
Timber. Timber. We're talking about farts. It's timbre. Yes. Okay. Uh, but every time you fart, they smell really bad. They're just like room clearers. Even you find it off-putting. Or you just never have to fart again. I can still enjoy others. I go with the first one. Because when I can control it, that means that I can control it. And I can avoid like making one of these foul things in front of other people. And I can just go outside and then someone in the neighborhood smells a thing and and they're they're disgusted that like, oh, someone spilled a dumpster or whatever they think it is, but I'll, they hear this amazing call. Imagine farting in the Grand Canyon uh, or or some big some famous echoey Swiss Alps uh, with a high pitched whistler. And I, I think I want to do it. I would go with that one. I would want to control it. I was I was about to go no fart, just enjoy the farts of others, the sounds and uh, sights. But then Ben came up with his uh, Grand Canyon fart, and I was like, I could use it as a safety measure or to call my friends or <laughs> warn people of danger. I think that'd be worth yeah. it. Yeah. I'm going musical. When you're in the recording booth, Corey, no one's smelling what's happening in there. And you, what an album you could cut, literally. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the help of uh, bad smells to make people not want to be around me, so I'm just going <laughs> to not fart again. Yeah, that's... I'm telling you, there's something about like not uh, stinking up a room. Even if you warn people, uh, it's pretty off-putting. Uh, I well, maybe I, I kind of want to do an episode on this. But have you guys heard of this like uh, this old French guy, um, Joseph Lepetamain, who could control his farts? And he he yeah, was a professional. That rings a bell. Flatulist, like yeah. he literally could play songs with his butt, and yeah. I didn't uh, know he could make a song, but yeah. That. Ever since I heard that, I've been fascinated. Like, man, what if you could control your farts? That would be pretty amazing. Are we just cutting in with an intro music at this point? Because this should be the topic. <laughs> I know. That's okay. When I was in seventh grade, there was a non-listener, but some may know him, uh, N. Felky or Nick F., uh, who was a great ahead of me. And he could fart on command. And he would kind of clap, like get on all fours and sort of clap at his butt to make, to prime it. To, to charge the cannon and then he could fart like he and then he would rip one out and then like making an, and and I have never laughed probably that hard ever in my life uh ever since then because also we just lost because we got rinsed every game in junior high football and uh you know it's like quiet on the bus you gotta like you know shut up and think <laughs> about what happened there, and then he's like his musket <laughs> 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 Wait. And then there's another one you didn't know. And it's like, quiet back there. And you're trying to be quiet while a guy, I had never seen it happen in my life before that of him farting on command. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. That's, a, that's a superpower, that's like a, if you ask me. Yeah, that, it's a superpower, but it means you peak when you're 13. Uh, and, and you're a god up until then. But then yeah. after yeah. that, it, you become Look upon still my a god, farts, but, you but, mighty. Lesser, and then also eventually the whatever is horribly wrong with you to give you that ability will surely catch up with you at some point. <laughs> this is very King Tut. Like, hey, up until like 14, you're a god. Yeah. It dies off real quick after that. Mm-hmm. But up until 14, everyone will follow you. Funky Tut. Funky Tut. I don't know. I could wear a gas mask and be behind plexiglass and have a quite a good stage show, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Give me the power. Give me the fucking power, bro. Give me the power. See what happens. I think I can make it work. I bestow that power upon you. Okay. Yes. Would you rather never work again 
But yes. every yes. time you poop, it's painful and you clog the toilet. Or keep working like normal, but you never poop again. Hmm. No downside. Second one. Wait, do I fill up? <laughs> <laughs> you become uh, you become Violet Beauregard. Yeah. Violet Beauregard. Yeah. 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 Once a, a year, you go down to the juicing and, room. Yeah. Well, it's, it's less it's of a juicing work. room. Yeah, but you can quit That's working a, today. Yeah, but it's just not worth. I barely work now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just not worth. <laughs> it's just not worth having like a constant pain every single day. It's just not worth it. Not worth yeah. it. Yeah. What yeah, if it was not, not painful and you but you just you clogged the toilet? Well, I'm just gonna pull That's easy. I'm gonna pull a babe Ruth and never flush. I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> maybe he has so much the great Bambino has so much to teach us. This is maybe he took that deal. This is life lessons. Okay, we just have a couple more then and we'll wrap this up. Would you rather have to come up with every podcast topic from here on out. Mm. Uh, or... Take the other thing. I'll take the other thing. <laughs> the poop. I'll, ta- I'll eat the poop. <laughs> I'll eat some poop. I'll eat the poop. Give me the poop. <laughs> Give me the poop-flavored poop. <laughs> I'll eat the poop, Matt. I'll just do it. Just make it stop. I'll eat the poop-flavored poop with my mouth. That's my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I taste it both times. <laughs> Don't care. The listening audience does not understand <laughs> the magnitude of that one. Oh, I, okay. Yes. I, I don't need to. I don't need another side to that one. We just we took what's in the box. <laughs> yep. mm. Take the mystery box, please. Okay. Uh, so the mystery box is down in the Sarlacc pit. I'll be head first. Thank you. Okay. Last one. Would you rather have to talk to your barber for every haircut, or? <laughs> Every time you approach a cashier, they say, here comes trouble. Mm. I like talking to my barber, and I hate yeah. that phrase. So that was an okay. easy one for me. I, that's an easy I, one for I, me. I, I am a very chatty motherfucker when I'm getting my hair cut. So that's easy. I just answer the things that I assume they want me to say. But I'm still going with that as opposed to the here comes trouble. Yeah, easy. Here comes trouble. Grant, Here's I thought you trouble. hated uh, talking to the barber. I hate having to talk to anyone because I'm incredibly uncomfortable and terrible at it. But, I mean, she said stuff and then I'll respond. And sometimes I say stuff and she responds almost like a real conversation. (laughs) Uh, Not that bad. Not as bad as hearing here comes trouble. No. No one wants to do There's trouble. We need to identify which gene it is that can identify trouble and isolate that <laughs> and get it out of our out of the gene pool. We're better off not knowing where trouble is. Trust me. <laughs> all right. Well, that was fun. We found out we we found what it took to get us to eat turds, and all it was was coming up with more podcast topics. So, uh, if you, to save us from eating us from eating turds, you can mm-hmm. email Please. us podcast topics. Uh, do so by emailing us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Would you rather <laughs> would you rather eat three uh, slices of pizza that four people are staring at you and smiling and waiting for you to take a bite or follow us on Instagram? I think the choice is simple. <laughs> uh, you can just head over there. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, Follow us on Twitter, where we'll be posting a copy of Ben's junior high transcript. Uh, all the <laughs> secrets revealed. <laughs> uh, 
they said it never mattered, but here it is. Everything that check for... is coming back to haunt you. <laughs> yeah, you'll never guess who doesn't play well with others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you like the show, uh, try not to laugh while someone with tenebrous farts fills the room with butt music. <laughs> you Remember, can't do the pronunciation is timbre. Timber. 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 Classic. 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 Lochnar makes a whole planet evil and uh, mur- murders all the good people who, in their dying breath, uh, call out for revenge from a sexy uh, milf. Okay, hold um, on a second. And then so, it happens. So, so when they're going to call out for revenge, I, it made me think, like, I love these future costumes. Because some of them are wearing, you know, the robes. You know, there's the enlightened thinker types and they're wearing some kind of robes. But they're houseboy. <laughs> The lollipop boy. Yes. He was wearing a pink satin tailcoat and hot pants. That's all he was wearing because yep. he was even barefoot. He was like, what? And you want to talk about a swing in tone. We just come off of a segment where it's uh, an, an elephant, a green elephant alien uh, getting high and crashing a spaceship and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then like two right. minutes later, that weird hot pants boy gets an arrow through the throat and they spend a lot of frames on it. Yes. They, they <laughs> a lot of, he grabs it like twice and gags a bit before we're done watching that yeah, scene. He's, he's peppered with these arrows and then he's bleeding out of all of them and pulls that out. So <laughs> before that though. Uh, so okay, so these guys are the enlightened thinkers, you know, and the barbarian will save us. These guys definitely were not the the warrior types. I, I take their word for it because he's like <laughs> bar the door, and they send that houseboy down there who uses a foot pump <laughs> to make a giant bar come up to the door. He had a foot pump that he's just going like poof 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 like what did who came up with that idea in an emergency. We'll have a guy pump up a 40-ton letter T against the door. <laughs> and we had a 10-year-old pump it. You're totally onto something here. Not only are, like, we're not fierce if that's our defenses. Like, hey, I understand defenses, you know, it's not really offensive. It's not the scariest. But drop a portcullis. That's some scary shit. Wow, that was a spike. Could have been a nope, portcullis. Nope. That kid's gonna pump up the tea against the door, and then he's gonna run and get his like he's gonna run with the, all the other page boys and get their weapons, which is like a bop it. Like, all right, boys, don't twist it until you see the white of their eyes. Oh boy! Yeah. Turn internet over.